Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. I hope I believe you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. And what you might ask is the rest, well... What I'm going to do is, uh, tonight's our After the Glass Slipper, our fairy tale serial story ongoing. And I'm going to tell you a little story. Agatha actually is going to come on and take over. She's going to tell you a story. It's going to go on and on. And all you got to do is listen. The story's going to take its time getting places, but it's going to distract you from whatever's been running through your brain. So whatever you, you've been, uh, you know, concerned about, worried about, thinking about, processing, delineating, contriving. I don't know what contriving does that even fit, but whatever is keeping you awake, I'm going to distract you from that. So just listen to the story. If you listen to the story, you won't ideally be thinking about whatever has got you uh, shifting and repositioning and stuff. Just listen to my voice. Listen to Agatha. Enjoy the story. Get a little bit drawn in, a little bit distracted, but the story's not going to be so engaging, so uh, immersive or anything like that, where you're like, oh boy, I can't stop listening to this. This is too good. That, that's what we do here. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get a hold of me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can uh, find me on Twitter at Dear Scooter. You can get us on Facebook. You can comment on the website. I'm still here in Florida. I'm uh, recording. Well, I'm live. This won't be live. It's uh, it's Wednesday. It's going to come out on Thursday, though, so it's close to live. It's about, uh, I don't know, 8 or 9 p.m. I'm outside. I'm literally getting eaten by insects. So I got that going for me, but it's a Florida evening here. There's the noises in the background, which will work the way into your ears, into the story, and be a part of the thing that distracts you. And and as as I'm distracted by the insects landing on my skin, extracting whatever you know vital stuff they need, and leaving behind a nice itchy remnant of their presence this podcast the only remnant should be confusion when you wake up tomorrow and say hey was i listening what was that well did i fall asleep at the beginning or did something happen oh i remember a strange woman speaking or was that just that guy the podcast guy Uh, i don't know um just like tomorrow i'll wake up with insect bites and i'll say Huh, I don't remember getting bit there, but of course I didn't remember getting bit a million times. I complained about it like I was, but uh, maybe I'm just imagining all these. Oh no, it's not my imagination, but it's okay. I'll jump in some water. I've uh, spent most of my uh, formative years itching insect bites. I mean, that's a that's a sign of a you know child that's asking can you go outside you're you're really irritating me can you go play outside somewhere where there's insects to bite you prickers to prick you life to live i mean what you know who wouldn't give up i mean it's not that half bad out here even though i'm getting bit by insects you can listen there's noise 
There's a few stars. There's a, a moon. Moon looks some turn. I got to turn. Cheshire cat moon. Almost. Yeah, well, yeah, pretty much we got a full Cheshire cat grin moon. Yeah, we got stars. I wish I uh, had uh, someone that knew about stars, but that wouldn't be good for the show. So, yeah, that's it. I'm glad you're here. And I hope I help you fall asleep. Hopefully I'll get some insect uh, repellent. I'll be back. And then hopefully I'll help you fall asleep. Thanks. All right, guys, I'm back. Uh, I uh, covered most of my body in clothing. And then the rest in some um, strange-scented, floral-scented small bottle of... uh, I don't know, it's dark out here, so I couldn't tell what it was. But it says, it's, I think it's some kind of insect repellent. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what works. Uh, this podcast is like the uh, overthinking repellent. Well, not actually. Well, I guess it's always like, you, I don't actually, you know, this podcast isn't like full of facts or knowledge. And it's like when you, those of you that are from uh, places with buggy summers or buggy nights like here in Florida... You say, oh, what is it? You know, you might sit around chewing the fat, drinking the country time lemonade, post hot dogs, mustard on your face, Kool-Aid on your, um, if you're me, on your chest, Kool-Aid stains on the chest, good good times. Um, you might say, well, what does this insect repellent really do? Is it, because some of your cousin will say, well, it uh, actually attracts them, but it makes you taste gross. And then you'll say someone else say, well, it masks your human scent. And then someone else say, well, actually, it throws off their uh, biometric scanners. I don't know what what the hell it does. Just like the spikes, I don't know quite why the hell it works. And it, I guess it doesn't repulse your uh, overthinking. It says, hey, listen, kind of be, uh, come on in. You'll be busy. Um listening to this guy, or in this case, this woman, because I'm about to turn the mic over to Agatha. So close your eyes, listen to the bugs, and as you listen to the bugs and the frogs and the noises, you'll journey from one world to another as a strange wind picks up to carry you off. Hello, 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 this is Agatha. Stepmother to the famous Cinderella. You may know me as a, uh, you know, maybe you've heard of a wicked stepmother. That is what I was once known as. Welcome to another episode of After the Glass Slipper. I'm proud to tell you these tales, which can be found at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glass slipper. This is the tales of what happened after Cinderella became queen. You know, she got the, that glass slipper. And then she became a princess, and then eventually queen, and then eventually, you know, sole, sole ruler, because none of those other people... Yeah, the, the man she married was a buffoon, and then she was a wonderful ruler. I worked with her. Her fairy godmother, Penelope, worked with her, and we did our best. And then uh, see, so the fairy godparents, if you've not been with us, fell ill. Cinderella went on a journey, a long, long journey, to find a cure for what was ailing them far, far away. 
And then I was in charge. Things, some things happened. Ogres, uprisings, uh, luring ogres away, going through portals, and that's where I found myself now. Uh, is uh, well, there's human stuff. I gotta fill you in in the past, like uh, day and a half. You wouldn't believe it, but right now I'm being serenaded. By all my little fairy children, or like fairy, I, I still am fond of fairy children, adults, adult children, I don't know. Fairy, uh, I guess they're fairy children, even though to me they look like that the miller's son who, who though there was nothing wrong with him, I know for a fact because I was there when the uh, astrolab man examined him. And I said, there's nothing wrong with your son but his attitude. Um, you know, the, the, he, he was about the age of these fairy children. These fairy children are not as, uh, 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 you know, this man, he would go, he, he was a troublemaker, and he lived off the miller and his mother. Anyway, no point no, not made, because they're, 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 these children are, uh, hmm, they are about, I'd say, ten-year-old children, minds, and maturity. Maybe twelve. For well, they've been living here alone for some time, but they look like older people, thirty, forty-year-old people. So it's it's off-putting, and now I'm surrounded by them, gathered all around me, uh, sleeping around this. Uh, Town, central town area. And when Gonzalo, he said he must have known, he must have been teaching them in secret, for they make all the sounds. Remember I told you Gonzalo could make a sound like a bullfrog or a didgeridoo that I found so comforting. Well, now he has trained these young fairy people to make noises that both comfort themselves and comfort me. And comfort us all. Just, uh, I don't know what, what part of their mouths or they're using to make these noises. A bit of a chirping, but a rhythmic chirping multiplied by each one of them. And believe me, I need some relief because the past day, you know, I filled you in, we got here. And I said, oh boy, what are we going to do? Uh, we, uh, they said, oh, rescue us, Miss Alice. And I said, okay, kids, uh, really, I'm here. I, I'm trying to, well, first we were on the run from those ogres and the creatures that live here. We're trapped in this fairy portal. And I said to myself, Agatha, what are your priorities? And I said, well, my priority is to find the source. Where is the fairy source? That may heal the the, uh, the fairy people. They said, "Well, you need to be. You'd get sick if you're away from the the the, the well, or uh, something. I don't know whose theory that was. I cannot remember anymore because I am exhausted with all this stuff that has been happening." But so I'd sent Gonzalo out there. So I said, "Priority one: find if there is a way to cure all the fairies back in." You know, our city, and, and and help these children. I don't know. I said, let's do that. And Gonzalo, get on to try to find anything. I, you know, I pushed Clifford in that well, hoping it would have some magical powers to make him less irritating, you, you know, less, less uh, ambitious. 
well, maybe being better at being ambitious. He's not very good at that, but uh, it did not. He he went in there. He he was slightly cleaner and refreshed. He said, oh, I'm refreshed, but it didn't seem to have magical properties. So that was one priority. The other priority was, okay, I guess, hmm, you went through a portal with a magical stone to open the portal. You removed the magical stone and the portal relocked. Hopefully, I didn't even double-check that, I don't think. But I assume, you know, you pull out a... And then I said, well, hopefully this is a two-way door with this magical rock. Because if not, we're kind of uh, screwed. Because uh, I need a... So that that's another important priority, is uh, figuring out, well, hopefully... I can get that door unlocked because Cinderella, according to the letter that was not addressed to me, which I opened without permission, who's in my pocket and has become my friend and trusted advisor. According to that letter to Penelope, she said, I'm coming with a huge army. I will get into the fairy. Oh, that's where I heard that. She said, I'm going to go into the fairy portal, defeat the monsters. She did not know about the ogres that are now in here. And I will get to the fairy source and unite the fairies with the source and all will be healed. Oh, dear. So I'm hoping that at the time I was hoping, you know, to find out. uh, uh, I'm trying to explain this story in retrospect, but my name is not Agatha the Story Worm or the Story Snake or the Story... I'm just, you know, I'm a stepmother. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a riser, and not a rise. I don't rise in the morning to tell tales. I, uh, listen, I, I do enjoy listening to tales, but it is necessary for me to tell this. To, anyway, I, uh, where was I? So I was like, we need to find out if this. Uh, I can open this door for when Cinderella comes with her army. I will open the door, and her army will save everyone. So that was as this uh, day began. I think it was today. It may have been yesterday uh, or five years ago is how it feels. Uh, well, uh, or one long hour that would not end. Uh, the, I awoke and I said, oh, and all the fairy children, they were about Xerox and the rest of them. Oh, would you like to play our games? And I'll be honest with you, speaking of tales, you know, you hear about these tales, you know, you hear about these tales of children fending for themselves. They are never, uh, there's always an unpleasant twist to them. So I've been waiting for that shoe to drop, as they say, where they say, oh, we have another town of children who are uh, inherently evil, or a metaphor to describe inherent evil in adults. Which is reflect or our nature, uh, but, but unfortunately, if it was a real thing, not a metaphor, I'd be like, "Oh dear!" So there's a whole nother. So I've been worried about that, and uh, you know, it's been affecting my. But these children are so pleasant. That's what makes me so concerned. Oh, I guess uh, let's play a game. All of that. I said, "Well, well, very children. I have many tasks at hand, so." Uh, I need you to go with Clifford and make sure you are all safe. Check all the walls, for we do not need those creatures coming in. You have done so well. And then they tried to explain to me so many things about being a fairy, uh, child, adult child, um, you know, middle-aged. 
again, fair, fair, fair kids, care, kid, kid, it's fair, kid. I don't know. I'll think of a, 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 a swifter term. Um, I said, because uh, they said, oh, well, it's the magic that defends us, it keeps us safe, has a. And I said, oh, well, do you, 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 do you make eats? Do you know how to make scones? And it's so, so, so many details, since unnecessary details. Because I said, well, as interesting as how your entire fairy thing works, and as concerned as I am to hear the end of it and say, well, no, there is a ch- t- town of savage children just like us, but the stronger, fitter ones with a, a strong, fit leader and, you know, they're coming for their tribute or whatever. I said, I, that, but that did not happen. I, I mean, at the, so do not concern you. That was my concern. It does need not be yours. But so I said, children, you, uh, you know, play with Clifford. You play, uh, you know, teach him some games. I need to, and Gonzalo said, I think I found something. So he had taken me uh, behind in the back of the town at the back of a wall was this great... Uh, I would call it a fountainhead, and now I have no idea. I've heard the term fountainhead. Now, in where I've lived, I've seen a spring, a natural spring. Is that a fountainhead? I don't know. I, I would assume, or as a fountainhead, I, I, I get the sense. This is where my lack of, is a fountainhead a head that a fountain comes out of? I don't know. Those are the two things when I, when I hear people use the word fountainhead, I say, oh, it's one of those things. A spring would be nature's fountainhead, even though it's a muck. Sometimes uh, when I found the spring, I was walking barefoot in the woods in the grass, and then it became very wet and very cold, and then uh, a man started shouting at me. This was when I was a young girl. Actually, my uh, face was not lined, my brow not furrowed many times over. And he said, what are you doing in my spring? I said, oh, this is just cold water on my feet with a little grass. It's quite pleasant, thank you. He says, turns out it was a spring that his family drank from. And this man had a fear of feet. And I said, I said, you, one day I will, you know, anyway, that's a whole nother tale. A tale of how I got the man who owned the spring and how he would no longer, oh wait, no, I married that man. And that did not go pleasantly for him. Oh, well, for myself, I did. Uh, hmm. Was that a dream, that whole thing? It's been so long. So anyway, where was I? I was, uh, uh, but this, uh, the other fountain has a, a person's head or a creature's head spraying water out in a decorative fountain, fountainy way. But when I hear the people talk about fountain heads, I always say, is this something more? And this was something more. It was, in some sense, a spring of energy, but it was springing from the ground in a way you'd say, well, that spring that you were stepping in was more of a a welling, or, a, you know, it wasn't springing, and it was more, uh, I don't know, but this is springing. It was shooting out of the ground of a, of a, of a, a hole that was both misty when you look directly at it, you say, what is that? I don't know. And there's energy shooting out into the sky. At night, it would light it up. And I said, okay, this is probably a source of something. Or the sources down there, it's spreading around the town. 
Do you think it's protecting it? Gonzalo was asked, is it? This is what we saw at night, lighting up like fireworks. Like a firework, I said, Gonzalo. Uh, you know, something, uh, let your colors work. I'd say, hmm, 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 I don't know. It makes me want to go. I don't know. Uh, and he, he said, but uh, he, he said, how is it defending the town? Well, I say, go ahead. Would you want to stick your hand in there? And Gonzalo said, I already had before you came. And, it, you know, he goes, you feel like, go ahead. It's like a rushing of air that feels both hot and cold, like water and air and uh, a solid. And I said, oh, strange feeling. I put my hand in there. And it did, but it, it did not force my hand out of the way. It did not, and I said, okay, this is some sort of powerful stuff. And I said, I wish I remember. You know, I said, many tales have been told about my other adventures about fairy powers, and I wish they were accurate. And I, we could just take this for ourselves. But I said, and he said, I don't know. And I said, um, what do you think about uh, can we capture any of this? And he said, well, what are you thinking, Agatha? I said, I think we need to conduct some experiments to see if this is really the source. So uh, go and fetch a vessel, and we will take this fountainhead and put it in a vessel. And he, he ran, and I said, I, I remember tales about it. There was one tale about the fountainhead I did not listen to, but this seemed... Uh, right, but I don't. I remember that person telling that tale. Very, very irritating. That I stopped. I said, "Well, I'm not interested in your tale. I will passively listen, but not actively listen." About a fountain head and trickling down to the, you know, maybe it was the man. Man at the top was the fountain, but this was no man or fairy. This was something, maybe elemental. I said, "Well, it's a." I'd like to go in that hole, you know, you know, all problems aside, it would be interesting to see where that hole goes, but it's so misty and, 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 uh, and ever-changing. Uh, is it a, a rift? Is it go down to the center of the earth? Where would the hole come out? And, and then Gonzalo returned with, uh, and he's such a bright, bright boy, these clay jaws with tops. And I said, my shepherd boy. Who everyone says, oh, shepherd boys are mildly intelligent, and I know you are much more than mildly intelligent. You are not even mildly brilliant, my shepherd boy, for who else would you send to, uh, you know, say, fetch a vessel, and they would bring no top. And I'd say, why does this, well, you don't have this. So we we uh, attempted to capture some of it, and I think we did for the... We, we tested one vessel full, and we compared it to the weight of the vessel empty. He had two. Again, the brilliance of the shepherd boy, Gonzalo. And the weight was different, and I said, this is holding something. I said, hopefully this is what... And he said, well, now, what are you saying? What are you, what are you? And I said, we need to take this back to town. And you need to uh, give it to Penelope and your your fairy godmother. What was that? I, uh, never mind. It's, we don't have time. And, you know, first, you know, test it out on some other fairies or, or, you know, not as an experiment. Say, hey, well, let's mix this in with, hmm, what is the ethics of this, uh, Gonzalo? What do you think? He said, well, let's uh, bring it back. Yes, uh, we could ask for a volunteer. There's a couple that may 
be able to blink their eyes and say yes. But he said, uh, what, what, so what, you, you want me to, uh, we, we will go test it? I said, well, we have to figure out this gate. Uh, I, I don't know. I, and I said, I, I'm in a, a quandary here, Gonzalo's. Well, I think, uh, he, I, I said, we have to get this source to the fairies, make sure there's the right source. Then when Cinderella gets here, it will facilitate things much, much faster. But we also have to make sure the fairy door is open. And I'll be honest, I, 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 you know, the way I told these children who are fairy kids, I would protect them. Oh, I think something, some sort of agreement I struck with them. I don't even know. We haven't even discussed their source. It could be some sort of religious significance or something for them. So that could be a problem. But, uh, I, I don't know. Um... Plus we have the uh, you know the the creatures outside and the ogres we have not seen or heard from them. I don't know if this source is protecting us, but it won't protect us when we go. I don't I know. So I I don't know. I want to be the one. I mean, ideally we just ditch these kids. They're safe here and come back with Cinderella and save them. Uh, so is, 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 what do you think? And he said, uh, I think I trust your decision. I guess uh, maybe you should run it by your letter. I will go and prepare, you know, so we filled the other vessel. And then he said, I'll prepare for a journey. And he was off. And I said, now I said, oh, I forgot about my letter. My trusted advice. And I said, hello, Mr. Letter. Are you in my, he said, oh, hello, miss. I am always listening. I am always at your side. I am your trusted letter, for, uh, you know, and I say, he said, I talk like you, I think, like you, but differently, because I am a letter, and I pulled him out of my pocket, and I, I really, I said, I made him into a little letter puppet again, and I said, uh, I mean, he said, he said, oh, Agatha, you are looking so frowned, let us unfurl your brow, my dear. And I said, uh, your voice sounds different. He said, well, I'm, uh, this uh, atmosphere here is uh, strange, this shimmering uh, thing in front of us. I would call it a source and not a fountainhead, but I think you are so intelligent, and when you talk with such literary words, uh, compound words, multiple meaning words, I say to myself, this woman is a woman... Uh, that is no compound word. Why did they? It is not a compound word. It's woman. As some fool would say, it is woe and man combined or some such thing, and I would strike that man down. Oh, letter. I, I like it when I you make your mouth talk like that. So what do you think I should do? The source seems to be protecting the children. And we could leave them here. The three of us could venture. I don't want to endanger them. I don't want to send Gonzalo and Clifford out alone. And I don't want to go out alone because, you know, I, I could do that. But I don't know. What, what, I need to keep the source safe. You know, I would... Oh, my dear, you are at a crossroads, I guess, of decision-making... Crossroads, that is a compound word. Cross and road, uh, intersection, inter and section. 
No, inter, is that a word or a... Anyway, uh, anyway, my dear, you're looking at me, you're refurrowing your brow, you're going to defurrow your brow. For when I look upon your brow, I know it is uh, wrinkled, because you are so serious. And, uh, you know, I think this decision is serious, and I say to you, what would be the danger of honesty? Uh, bravery, honesty, that's one word, bravery, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, okay, Larry, you're not being, uh, you're not making anything more clarified for me, so I'm going to put you awake. Thank you for telling me whatever, I don't know, you're, you're like a, a nonsense-talking suitor before a kiss. Get, get in my pocket. Oh, goodbye, my dear. And so then I went around, and I, I saw, I said, oh boy, I don't have a clear decision here. Of how, and I saw the town square, and Clifford was attempting to play with the children, and I said, uh, he, but he was so tired, he was sitting and watching them, and smiling, though they were so close in age, he should have had the same youthful energy as them, for in my eyes at 30... You know, that's a, it is a youth I am jealous of. So I said, Clifford, Clifford, what, why are you so winded? And he said, oh, Agatha. I said, you're not going to earn your playtime pin this way. And the children laughed, and they said, uh, little uh, Zalox, what was his name, Xlox? I don't know, Xeroxes, I think they were related. I said, I don't understand your you know, reproduction systems or anything, so I'm not going to ask, was it Zylox or Fi... I don't know. But he said, we made him a pin for playtime, and I said, you should have poked him with it. And I said, children, I have to uh, get Clifford some exercise and uh, take him for a walk, for walking. I was going to... uh, Walking for people like Clifford is a good place to start. And he might say, he might say, poo-poo, I don't need to walk, I am... No... He needs to get fitified. So I'm going to take him for a little walk, and we're going to go on a little trip. And Gonzalo's going to come along. I want you to stay here, and I will come right back in about, uh, uh, you know, a whole day, or maybe a, a whole day and a night. But I will return to you, or, you know, Cinderella will return to you. And they said, oh, no, no, you're going to leave. And right away, they, they, consent. they, they you know, even children uh, or adult children, children that look like adults that are children or uh, strange uh, situations like this where maybe, you know, I once was listening to a storyteller talk about outer space where the stars are and creatures that live there, they would come and, uh, actually, I think he said they travel in pyramids or um, maybe flying, uh, oh, what was that, a chariot of fire? I don't know, but he said they would come. And what would they be? What if they were, you know, looked like one thing and acted like another, like a, a genius hippopotamus that was uh, many times more smarter than us, he would say. I think that was his story, the hippopotamus that outsmarted, I I can't remember, but I said, hmm, that is interesting to think about. You know, very interesting to think about. And this children-adult situation, it just gets to me. 
it, 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 you have to put a little extra effort. And I said, oh, no, children, don't, don't be so scared. I'm not leaving you. I'm going away and coming back, probably. Or someone's coming back in my stead. And then they started to cry and Xerox and Xbox or Rola. I don't know, lots of oxes. And that's a beautiful way to roll off the tongue. So I said, I, you know, culottes. And that doesn't have an X in it, though. Does Xerox have it? Maybe it's a CK. But I said, no, no, I'm not going. And they said, we will come with you on your walk. And I said, hmm, oh, dear. And I say, well, please, please. And I, I, I said, well, I have to get this done. I cannot. And I said, okay, let's go. I said, maybe. And I said, okay, if anything comes, uh, Gonzalo, well, we have the vessels. Maybe we could hit, strike them, throw the vessels, and maybe they're magical. We'll hit the creatures with the vessels. Otherwise, I will run as a distraction, and you either run back to the town or if we can get this damn uh, portal open, you'll go through there. So we went on a long walk to the portal. Not, did not see any creatures by some stretching. The children were marching and marching with me and singing songs about... Uh, oh, wait, 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 they sung a song of the hippopotamus from the stars. The hippopotamus from the stars. He's smarter than all of us. Maybe that was there. I said, wait a second, was that a human tale or a fairy tale? But they were saying, I don't know, I don't know the answer to that question, but as they sang their songs, and we marched, and then it was a nice line. I was, I was worried. I said, well, it's strange the ogres or the creatures haven't come, but maybe there's something about this source masking uh uh, whereabouts or protecting us. I said, well, and then we saw where the, where the portal should be, not far off. It was still a bit of a walk, but I said, okay, up, uh, you know, remember we went up those two little hills and then across some land, and then I, I saw, even in the distance, I saw the uh, butter cart off in the day. I said, what do we do with the cows? Did the cows get away? And then Gonzalo said, hey, slow down here, and we need to chat. And I said, what's up, uh, my little shepherd boy? And he said, Clifford, come on back here. And uh, Clifford had had the uh, line leader pin, which you share, you know, take turns being the line leader. Again, they were good at sharing. And I said, well, maybe it's the age, the physical age makes them uh, less likely for brutality. And I said, well, again, I know all, no tales whether 10 to 12-year-old children are getting along. But anyway, they switched line leader. A uh, young young lady, a young woman came up. Her name was not an ox. Her name was, uh, oh, was it a uh, uh, greasy, greasy. I like that one, too, greasy. The, the children's names, they have a nice middle Xerox, greasy. Uh, so I said, oh, little greasies, and you're uh, leading the line now, Clifford. And he, I said, don't delay in giving her the line leader pin. And he said, I'm not delaying. And they said, you and your pins. And I said, what's up, Gonzalo? And he said, well, what are you thinking here? And I said, huh, I was thinking of... Uh, 
And what, what I just think what we'll do is send you through, and I will, uh, I said, I, I think uh, you're not going to like this. This is my plan. I'm going to send you through the portal with the fairy juice or whatever. And Clifford said, what is this fairy juice? I said, we have two vessels of hopefully fairy power. And uh, we will send them through. And uh, we will see you, you, you and uh, Gonzalo will go and make sure there's the real stuff. And you will, well, I said, well, should I hold on to the gem or should you? And he, they said, well, probably. I said, well, first we got to make sure the door works. And hopefully, and then when Cinderella comes, I, I think I should probably give it to you. But I, anyway, we'll make that decision, you know, in, in a moment or two. Let, let if you have anything to add other than compliments of my beauty uh, or intelligence, please speak up. Okay, my dear, I will speak up. It will be that I'm, I'm with you so far, but, you know, you will have to make a decision. You guys know I talked to a letter in my pocket. It's no secret anymore. Uh, but you guys will go, and then when Cinderella comes, I will stay with these fairy children, and she will rescue us all. You know, says, deal with the ogres and the creatures. You will warn her, and then she will save us all. And that will be that, and I, you know, things will return to normal. We'll have the source. Is there any hole in that plan? I mean, unless there's a roving bands of crazed children, but I am thinking that things are going pretty smooth. And if that source, that fountainhead can put it, we just we'll get back to the, uh, maybe I'll take a vessel, Gonzalo, you take a vessel, or something. I don't know. What do you, what do you boys think? And they say, you know, it was a little bit of a debate. Oh, well, why don't you go through? We don't want, you know, you are, uh, you know, they're, they're loyal boys, uh, despite all their, uh, you know. And they said, no, no, we want you to be safe. Uh, you know, it went back and forth. I said, no, 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 I told the children I would protect them. And they kind of, they have their own system to protect them. They just want me to keep them company so I can do that. I can handle that. I, I, I may not even screw that up unless, again, I say... But, you know, listen, but I can do that. And then Cinderella will handle the heroin duties. Uh, you know, she will have an army with this man she's coming with. And the day will be saved. That's the, you know, and that will be the end of the tale. And they said, oh, that's a good, I said, I said, don't worry, boys. And then we had gotten to the portal. And the children said, oh, Clifford, you are, uh, what, you know, sweating. So we only sweat, you know, when we're, we're in deep in sleep. And he said, uh, and I said, well, children, uh, gather close to me. We are going to say goodbye to Clifford and Gonzalo, for they have extra training to do. And they said, we know, Agatha, we, you, we know you're not telling us that. And I said, oh, children, you are so... I said, uh, uh, Greasy, Greasy, come over here. Uh, what is your friend's name? Is that Freezy? Freezy? No, no, I'm mispronouncing it. Freze. Oh, Freze. That's a different one. Uh, children, gather around me. And now, yes, uh, we, we need, Cinderella's going to come and rescue all of us for you. And they said, well, you know, you know, they still have something for, they think Cinderella was the one that abandoned them. And all the other fairies, they were still grouchy. I said, well, they are not well, and we need to get them 
somehow. And they said, well, we're trapped in here. And I said, well, this little gem here will open the door. Uh, and, and Gonzalo, this is a magic portal. And Gonzalo and Clifford will go through there. And they will wait, and then when Cinderella comes, we will open it, because we need to get some of this, uh, whatever that source, that thing in the back of your village, do you know? And then, again, it went into so much backstory. I said, let's not talk about this. And they said, oh. And I said, I know, we'll deal with the emotional wounds while we wait. How does that sound? I will, will have many puppet shows to examine how all of your feelings about Cinderella and the fairy adult, grand adult, parent, whatever the situation is, I don't know, oh boy, but I can make as many puppets, we will make, how does this sound, children, we will make puppets together, oh, and they said, oh, and I said, so say goodbye, hug them, uh, poke uh, Clifford's belly, for when he returns, he will have walked so much, he will no longer have a belly, and I said to them, give me a second alone with the children, you know, and I hugged Gonzalo, and I held him tight, and I said, my shepherd boy, you will return to me. Oh, and I, I cried. I will not tell you any different than the truth, unless I need to deceive you for my own purposes. But I cried then. For I said, I said, you know, oh, shepherd boy, uh, you are, you know, you are both a boy and a man, uh, but not in a strange way, in a way that fills my heart with both joy and sadness, unlike these strange fairy children. That fills my heart with confusion, a slight delight, especially saying their names. But uh, And then I hugged Clifford, and I said, Clifford, you are really doing your best here, and you, I'm so proud of you, too. I hope that when all this is done, you realize that you are... It is okay to be a buffoon, Clifford. The thing about buffoons is, when they think they are not a buffoon is when they get in trouble. And they spend all of their time trying to prove they're not a buffoon. Believe me, I've been married to some. Cinderella was married to one. We've had much nonsense. Don't worry, Clifford. Sometimes only part of you is a buffoon, okay? Don't, don't try... Do, do you get what I'm saying? And he was looking at his pin and shining it. And I said, uh, is that a joke? Is that some sort of irony? Or, and he, he kept shining. And I said, well, whatever. But Cliff, Clifford, you, I am proud of you. And I said, good. And I uh, put in Gonzalo's hand the gem. And I said, you know, you keep the gem. Now go make sure the door opens. Oh, this whole discussion has been for naught. That would be uh, un- unfortunate. But keep the gem... In case, you know, uh, there, you know, whatever. And then, of course, you know, as these things are, Gonzalo went to the door to start, and then I heard a galloping, galloping, galloping sounds, and the children said, oh. And then it was uh, the ogres riding on uh, fuzzy creatures. Now, they were quite off. I said, wow, that sound really carries here. That's uh, interesting. Uh, and I said, that is a problem. And I said, okay, children, you will go uh, with them. Uh, I said, hey, no, what, you know, I said, why shouldn't we all leave? What a second, what am I thinking? Let's all get the hell out of here. And, and Gonzalo had gotten the portal open, so that was a relief. I mean, and, and then so I said, okay, uh, everybody out. And then Gonzalo said, uh, and then the letter said, uh, Agatha, Agatha, uh, the children cannot go out of the portal and I said, what is say a letter? We're under, and, and he said, uh, they they need to be close to the source, you know. 
And I said, oh, dear, they would get sick, and they are just children. Who knows how they will react? We lost one fairy godparent to this strange disease or whatever lack of connection with the source. Oh, no. So we have to stay here. And then the children, they they were not scared. They were more like, oh, no. And I said, children, what, what uh, is anything magical happen to defend you against these creatures? And they said, no, no. They just can't get over the walls. And I said, well, the ogres are going to figure it. And I said, does your magical fountainhead thing, with all that backstory thing about the history of the, uh, you know, I said, you guys need to do a puppet show so I can understand all this. And they and they said, well, let's go make some, and I said, are you scared? And they said, a bit, but we're trying to cover it up. And, be, and then uh, Clifford and Gonzalo sealed the portal for they realized the same thing I did. But I had the one vessel i said is this magical wall you know essence of water or whatever the heck it is and they said I'm a, and i said children i want you to show me you know i want all of you actually uh, uh, uh what was it greasy greasy i want you you are quite the line leader lead, lead this line back to the uh uh town you guys go back there and wait for me. I'll be right back. I need to talk to... Actually, these guys used to work for me. We had a scone butter business. Did you guys know I used to be called uh, Butter Maker Butterworth? And they thought that, you know, those are just silly words to say. And I said, Butter Maker Butterworth, Butter Butter, we know first, and I was we know first. And I could learn a thing or two from a hippopotamus from the stars. And I said, I know that's not my best song. Children, why don't you think of a good song while you march? And they started singing, but I make a butter worth, and I'm afraid of butter worth, we know, we know about a row, eat a lot of hair, you know, and they were doing that and comforting themselves again. You know, self care is important in these times. And then I said to myself, oh dear, Agatha, uh, you have uh, some sort of clay jar full of some power, hopefully powerful enough. And then I said there was three ogres, three uh, creatures, still sometimes. So the children, were, and I said, a little faster, crazy, a little faster. Good, good, good job. Uh, what was her cousin's name or possible, whatever. I, You know, that's easy for me to say. Cousin, brother, sister. Uh, and I said, well, you know, and I said, was someone in the store, was anyone called Frenchie? I, I I like saying Frenchy. I don't even know why. And then I I said okay I guess uh, I said and I started drink, pretending to drink and I pretended I was drunk, and I was wandering, stumbling, but also trying to stumble towards the town, but away from the children a bit. And then two of the creatures headed towards me, and one headed towards the children, but the children were in a line. And he was still catching up in the two-headed. And I said, over here, all of you. Oh. And I said, and I sat on a rock. And I took a fake swig from it. And then they, they said, ah, you, you, you bought a trickster. Wait, you know, and I said, I said, you are, your, your, your common tongue is getting better and better, even though you are, have you been taking lessons? You seem to have tamed these creatures. And the creature did a rump. At me, it had, um, its teeth looked like they were made of candy. They were striped, I said, and not in a stained way, I said, you know, very symmetrical. And they said, uh, you know, I think it was, uh, I forget the names, Bouchelon. I said, uh, 
I say to you, I love you, you're speaking so much better. If you had practice, I said, what's your name again? Jushra? And they said, I said, did you know your creature you're riding has candy teeth? And he said, and I said, oh, boys, boys, uh, what, what can I do for you? And then the children, now the other one that I was watching, the children, most of my concern was with that. And they they, they, they were, um, the children pulled out the spitballers things that they used to, uh, little hollowed out uh, twigs or something, and they were spitting spitballs or spit something. And it freaked the, uh, so that defended them because the creature ran off. I don't know if it thought, I don't know. It, it did not like paper, wadded up paper. Gross, I say. You know, that creature has some self-respect. But then, so these guys, they had me surrounded, the two of them with their creatures. And I said, I'm just drinking a little uh, drinky-poo here. Waiting, you know, for Cinderella and our army to come save me because I can't do anything. And they, they said, is this going to be a while? And I said, well, what can I do for you guys? And they said, well, we, you know, we want to get back to the butter. And, you know, there's, a, there's, a, there's nothing to do here but ride these creatures around in the ornery. You know, we try to ride them around nonstop to keep them tired from messing with us and... Uh, and, uh, you know, we're going to look into this candy teeth, you said, uh, later. And I said, all right, all right. And I said, well, what do you, you know, I need to get back to these children. And they said, oh, no, no, no. And I said, is this going to, I said, I'm so loaded again. And I said, this isn't really working, is it, guys? They said, no. And then I said, well, let me take a, and I said, oh, a letter. And I said, hopefully this magic juice I said, this is magic juice. It's not that kind that makes me fake drunk or real drunk. And I poured some on the letter, and I said, I kept my fingers crossed. And they said, what do you, and I said, oh, no, my letter's all wet, uh, but, but it was wet with, and I said, but it was a, it was, you know, when they say, I don't know, it was neither liquid nor solid, but it was something that came out of that jar, and I put the top back on. And it just lied there limply. And I said, oh, and they said, well, what are we trying to do? I said, well, I have a powerful letter with me. Well, you know, that's coming along from somewhere, hopefully, ideally, that will defend me against, uh, and then I, I, and they said, and I said, you know what, I'll just defend myself, you two. Come on, get off your little candy-faced creatures, you know, that are frightening, but not in a, in a cutesy way. I need to get to my children because they were almost back to the gates, and I wanted to. I don't. I said I don't want them to be alone. You know that's what I've. I, I've. That's my job now. No, no glory to be had for me. And I said I don't want to have to mess you guys up. I'd like. You know, I'm thinking we could probably work together with this scone. I, I was the bad blood, and they said we don't know. Agatha, we don't know where everything went wrong. And then I said, so are you guys mad at me? And they said, well, we don't, we want to get out of here. We we saw we threatened. And then I saw that behind me was a giant, like, 10-foot letter man with uh, quite, quite strapping for a paper, uh, you know, paper, you know, a paper humanoid. And he had a mustache, which I normally don't uh, go for men with, especially this mustache, pencil-y with curly cues, and I, he said, Ah, my dear, I have finally come to defend you against buffoons that would insult you. Who are these two 
you were messing with. And they, and they said, actually, we're about to work stuff out. And then they called the third guy over that would calm down his creature. And then now the letter was, I don't know if it was imbued with magical essence of very, I don't know. I, you know, I poured some, and he said, I will fight you. And I said, no, actually, that, uh, uh, you know, I, we, we're, we're, I think we're going to work today. And, and, and then uh, it went all crazy. And I said, oh, boy, I could have used. And the letter fought them, and then they fought the letter, and, and, and then they ran off, and the letter ran after them, and then the power seemed. And I said, uh, so I went back to town and knocked the gate. And the children said, oh, they were so relieved. They said, we thought, you know, we saw you and we were worried for you, but we thought you would leave us. And I said, oh, children, I cannot do anything right but uh, but come back to you. Is, is uh, you know, maybe this is what I was meant to do is just sit with you. And they said, well, Gonzalo taught us something special for you, for he knew this was what would happen, that you would stay with us. And I said, that shepherd boy, he's so swift. And I said, well, uh, how about I put on a little puppet show and then you, I'll do a surprise for you. And they said, did your puppet come to life and chase off those uh, creature, riding creatures? And I said, well, temporarily, but he was a figment of my imagination, so I'm not sure exactly what happened. It freaked me out a little bit because I said, well, I didn't, I guess I did imagine him with that mustache, but I would never lay with a man with that type of, well, maybe I would. If he had defended, if he was a real man and not a paper man, made a, you know, and not so much like me, I'd say that would be like sleeping, what is that, laying with myself. I said, and the children were quiet. I said, oh dear, um, puppet show time. And I said, today's puppet show is the radish that did not want to be a vegetable. And then someone said, well, is a radish a vegetable? I said, what is a radish? I said, oh no, it's not question time, children. Question time will be tomorrow morning. After I've slept and you have slept, I said, this is a little radish. His name is Ratty Poo. He's jumping. That's how he moves. Listen, all of you. And they said, it's a singing puppet. And I said, it is. And it was actually a radish. I, I was like, I didn't even know I had this in my pocket. But root vegetables, if that is what it is, is a hearty things. And I said, radish, radish, jumping. They said, does he have any friends? Is he meeting anyone? And I said, well, there's a, a dust mold and a radish and the best friends. Hi, best friend, what is you? And it went on like that. I don't want to dull you any more than necessary because it was incredibly, oh, you know, I, 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 I'm so tired of being radish. Oh, tell me more. Well, I was, uh, you know, my mother and father were radishes, and I was a radish, and I grew up on a radish farm with a radish, fa you know, family that owns a radish farm for generations. They specialize in radishes and maybe other stuff that I don't know about. I don't even, you know, know when the hell radishes grow, is in it? Anyway, are you a dust mode? That you look like pocketlint. And it, well, as a matter of fact, I am. I'm like uh, pleased to meet you, but we're already best friends. Oh, that's right. You were listening to me like a best friend does. And I was telling you the life of a radish. But radishes have dreams, just like everyone else. It goes on like that. 
I will just give you, but if you listen closely, as I started, the children started making this noise. I knew it was the surprise from Gonzalo. These wonderful night noises. So I felt myself comforted, and soon I will fall into deep sleep. I hope you as well fall into deep sleep and rest like these little children, adult fairy. If you think of a good name for these, be fair, fair, fair. Adult, I don't know what to call them yet, so if you think of something, let me know. Well, let the podman know, and he will tell me. Um, but yes, as our radish is alive, I dream one day of being more than a radish. Not, well, excuse me, I'm your best friend, Dustmo. Is that a beard? What is that thing on your chin? That is my radish... Ra, 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 I don't know. Well, do you ever have any dreams about uh, what would happen to that radish thing? Is it because it looks cool? I would. Uh, do you know what a beret is? Uh, no, I don't. Well, you could wear me, your best friend, Dustmode, as a beret, and then you would be. You know, sometimes I've uh, I, I've imagined because uh, I've spent some time in an inn. This is the dust mode speaking, not Agatha. You know, this is puppet time, use your imagination. I would be a hat, and we would be a painter on a river. You could, would, would that be a, and that would be a beard, they would call it. And maybe you could paint scenes of rivers and lovers in boats and talk to people. How does that dream sound? And Radish said, well, I don't know how to paint plus I haven't. Well, we could figure all that out. You know, it's a dream. Oh, maybe I've never known how to dream, even though radishes dream. They don't know how. Well, that's why I'm your best friend at Dust Mode. I'm made up of so many different things combined with so many different lives we've lived. So we have a generalized knowledge that has been spread out from dust mode to piece of dust and piece of lint and clothiers and shape and wool and traveling on the wind. We are, you know, almost knowledgeable and uh, magical beyond your understanding, sir. Oh, thank you. So, so does that sound like your life you would like? I think I would... Radish painter, radish painter, I will be, okay. Uh, yeah, that's enough, okay. I'm going to listen to these fairy children and rest, and you can listen for a minute or two as well.